to K-Drama in Room 343. I am your host, C. Choi, aka Christina, and unfortunately I am alone. I do not have my co-host Kimmy, aka Joanne, with me. Long story short, we recorded episode 16 of Dream High a while back, but the file somehow got corrupted and it wouldn't let me edit, um, so I was actually just gonna let it play and then have it like record itself again and it seemed to be working but then like at one point like it wouldn't even let me play the file so now we have to re-record and unfortunately joanne couldn't join me so here i am flying solo (laughs) I'm, i'm 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 scared because i'm not sure if i remember all of episode 16 i do have my notes still saved oh my gosh thank goodness because i don't think i can watch it again So yeah, so today's episode is going to be on Dream High episode 16, the final episode. I remember us having so much fun saying that it was the last episode of this drama, and we had a lot of fun recording it, and I'm so sad that like the file is corrupted, and honestly, like, I don't know what we said, (laughs) but I just remember (laughs) that we had fun. So please excuse this episode. It might get rough because I am flying solo. I don't know if I'll be able to recreate what we said in the first recording, but hopefully, like, I hit all the high notes. Yeah, I'm, I'm really scared, so bear with me. I will try to make it fun. Um, I know, like, 50% of the commentary is gonna be missing, so I'll try to do my best. Oh my god. And as always, this episode is brought to you by Audible. And for our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook of your choice, completely free, as well as a 30-day free trial if you sign up at www.audibletrial.com slash kdrama in room 343. Yeah, definitely let us know if you check it out. Um, Let us know on Twitter at kdrama in room 343. So yeah, definitely let us know what you're listening to, if you signed up, whatever, just just tweet us anything, your thoughts, your opinions, your day. How was your day? How is this? Are you having a miserable day? If so, I'm so sorry. I feel you. Anyways, let's just dive right into episode 16, the last episode of Dream High. Yay. Okay. So the episode starts off with a flashback, of course. We gotta have our flashbacks. And it's about the pendant, and it shows all the moments of how it's been passed down from person to person. So it was first passed from the director to Peki, and then to Hemi, and then to Samdong, and then to Jinggul, and then back to Hemi. So they just kind of showed how that happened. And then the next thing I have is at the church with Chocopai. I'm assuming that's the... Oh my god, I don't remember. I'm assuming that this is the flashback with Hemi and Jingu when they were kids. Um, they were at that church and Hemi was singing him the birthday song with like the Chocopai cake. So I guess they showed that clip as well. And then um, Jingu and Peki are being outcasted by broad shows. So I think that's... Oh yeah, I remember now. So the last episode, I believe the Lone Shark guy or the white agency's CEO, he was going around the broadcasting stations and he was trying to promote Dream High, like his new group, idol group, 
And Jinguk and Becky were being kind of like outcasted, saying that like, oh, you need to take them out because no other broadcast programs or any shows will take you guys seriously if you have Jinguk and Becky in the group. So they have a meeting, the Dream High, the gang, and the Lone Shark and all the teachers, I think. They're having this meeting and they're discussing whether um, they should or should not take Jinguk and Becky um, out of the group. And Samdong is like, no, we shouldn't take them out since we started all of this together. Like, we're all in this together. And then Hemi and Samdong talk about how they might not be able to keep the deadline for the deal with her dad. So the deal with the dad, it was like something about like they have to be performing on stage within a month. And then like that'll give the dad time to change his mind or something like that. Like if she gets an opportunity to prove that she can make it into the entertainment world within a month by being on stage, then she doesn't have to go to America, was the deal, from what I remember. And then so Samdong is like, I will risk my life for us to get on stage, which, okay, okay. And I wrote, standing way too close. So I guess this was like a private conversation between Hemi and Samdong. Oh my god, I'm such a mess. Maybe I should watch the episode again. <laughs> should I have? Okay, let's just let's just keep going. Let's keep going. It's okay. Okay, so Kemi is depressed and I think she had like her head down in the bench like she always does when she's worried. And she has a talk with Pirsuk and they talk about the problem of debuting. So um, how are we going to do it? Do we take them out or not? And I'm, I'm guessing like they agreed upon the decision not to take them out since, um, yeah. I think they all said like we're all in this together and stuff. And then Hemi also asks Pirsuk about like how she found out that she liked Jason again. Like she's still having like this thing where she's still having like this question of like who do I like? Like I'm thinking of this person, but I don't know if I should feel that way about him, stuff like that. She's very confused. And Pirsuk's like, this again? Like you already asked me this, like I already told you, like you like the person you always think about and blah blah blah. And they're having this conversation. And then Jason comes out of nowhere and he's like, you know what that's called? Like you having this indecisiveness, do you know what that is called? It's called fishery management. And um, I wrote, what comes around goes around. Ooh, cause I think in previous episodes, I forget, like in the beginning, um, Hemi was like, you're doing fishery management, which is basically like leading people on. And she kind of said that his way of showing manners is leading people on. And Jason's like, ooh, you're you're doing fishery management now. And then um, I'm assuming Jason said this because I have it in all caps. Yes. And it sounds like something Jason would say. <laughs> oh God, I'm such a mess. So yeah, Jason, I guess he said yes. Sounds like him. So Hemi is thinking to herself that Samdong is just a friend, so she it's okay to like him, but it's okay to think of him because she likes him as a friend, since he's a friend. But I think she's very confused. Jinguk hears. He has supersonic hearing. Oh, so okay. I think Hemi's like saying this to herself, like, oh, Samdong is just a friend. Like, you know, it's okay. Like, you're just confused. It's okay. Don't be confused. Maybe she's like consoling herself. And then Jinguk, because he has supersonic hearing, he hears her. <gasps> That's probably what I wrote. That's probably what I meant. And then the um, next thing I have is Principal has a lot of reporters, but he is only nice to entertainment reporters. 
Oh, yes. There was a weird... I remember. Okay, so there was this, like... I don't know why there were a lot of reporters. Um, I guess there's a showcase going on? I don't know. I have no idea what goes on in this school. Like, who who knows? Like, who knows what goes around in this school? But anyways, um, there were a lot of reporters in the principal's office, but he was only being nice and being, like, kind of considerate towards the entertainment reporters. There was one reporter from, like, a fishing magazine or something like that like um and he didn't um exude that he was a a good entertainment reporter so the principal kind of just like brushed him aside and he was only kind of like taking care of the actual like reporters and so the rest of group k they have a debut date Oh, oh oh so the group k the other three members it was like ria and then like that girl and then that that guy <laughs> uh, we don't know their names um the three of them they were scouted by the will entertainment and they already had a debut date so they were practicing and um i think the dream high gang they were kind of like watching feeling kind of down um, and then jyp thinks of an idea to how to sort of like self-promote themselves and um, his idea was to do a flash mob. He said he got this idea because like he was just dancing and then like his friend thought it was funny to like post a video of him dancing online and apparently it got a lot of views because he's good at dancing and so he was like maybe we should do something like this like just do a flash mob and put it up on the internet. But to do a flash mob they need a lot of like people and they have to teach them the choreography and there's a lot of like planning involved and Hemi's like it's okay we can do it well and like her method of like recru- recruiting people is like blackmailing which sounds legit yeah yeah so Hemi like blackmails all the people who used to like bully her at the time when she was being severely bullied by the school body so she kind of like uses uses that against the group k girl she's like oh i know what you did like i know it was you that threw that bucket of water in the restroom uh at me so um if you don't want that to go viral or whatever since you're like debuting everything i suggest you help us so like yeah she's blackmailing and then pecky is blackmailing chong ajong which was that gossipy girl so ajong actually got caught gossiping about pecky and pecky was like you need to help me and then Rhea was, oh, ooh, this was scary. I remember this part. Rhea was being blackmailed by Pirsuk because a few episodes ago, Rhea had basically stolen IU's song or Pirsuk's song, like her voice. And so um, Pirsuk is like in the hallway, like singing the song very eerily as like Rhea is like walking down the hall, kind of like a scary movie style where like there are... S- some cuts and she just kind of like appears like boom 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 you know like behind her like she turns around and then she hears the song and like the hallway is kind of dark and then like i'm I'm scared like imagining it and like pierce just kind of like jumps out of nowhere and stuff like that and then in song is also blackmailed for working in the club so basically they gather a lot of people a lot of like the student body i guess a lot of people have wronged them because (laughs) they managed to gather like the whole student body and as they are preparing and learning all the choreography the reporter the the fish magazine reporter he like sneaks around the school like he left the principal's office and he just like he's just like snooping around the school taking pictures like like a creep 
Um, and then like these kids, like the Dream High gang, they're like, they see this reporter taking pics and he's like, who is that? Like, why is he taking pics? Like, first of all, call your teacher or like, you know, report, uh, file a complaint and like get him kicked out of the school because that's like, that's very, very stalkery, very, very, what is it? Like invasion of privacy and also like he wasn't even asking for permission he was just like sneaking like behind hiding behind a bunch of clothes and he's like just sneakily taking pictures but then he got caught like the dream high people like they saw him what was funny is like you should have called him out you know like um hey get out of our school and stop taking pictures of us but then they're just like um i don't know who that is let's let's just pose for him so they pose for this creepy stalker guy to take their picture, which is very weird and something that you should not do. Don't let strangers take pictures of you without your permission. That's very, very creepy. And isn't it common sense, kind of? Like, anyways, okay, moving on. Back at home, back at Oyok's house, the dad is on the phone with a relative in America and they're talking about their settlement. So I think he was either borrowing money to settle there or um, I think living with the relative. So he was talking about that. And then um, Jinguk and Samdong, they have to practice in the practice room with the lights off because I guess they're still not allowed to work to like use the practice rooms, even though didn't they like prove themselves that they could be students? Anyway, so maybe Jinguk just likes to practice with the lights off, maybe. So the dad doesn't like Jinguk and Samdong practicing in the house or in their room because they share a room. Um, so Jinguk and Samdong, they always practice in the practice room with the lights off, obviously. Um, Jinguk and then asks about Samdong and Hemi's relationship. Huh. Weird thing to ask. <laughs> Did they even have a relationship? I thought it was Jinguk and Hemi who had a relationship. Anyways, okay, so... Samdong is like, I decided not to confess because in the end, I don't care who she likes. I just like her and I just want to be next to her, is what Samdong says to Jinguk. And okay, moving on. <laughs> so back at the house, the dad is actually singing the Dream High song. He's just like walking around and all casually just like humming the song to himself and like singing, you know. And then um, the older sister is there and they kind of have like this argument. The older sister's like, they're just like talking about, oh, I think the older sister is saying that like, oh, wow, why are you singing the song? Stuff like that, like I think. They were just like fighting about like, I guess you're like accepting the fact that um, Dream High is going to be a thing now. And then um, the dad is like criticizing Oh Hyuk and stuff like that, um, saying that like, you know, like, do you even know what Ohyok did with like he's so irresponsible like how can you trust him and stuff like that like do you do you even know what he did to your house or whatever um so he tells the older sister what Ohyok did with the house um he had signed over the house to the loan shark um to pay for or i guess like to as like an investment no no as like an insurance for Hemi's debt yeah, it was a weird situation, but you guys know. Like, if you've been listening, you, you know what he did to the house. Um, so the sister is all angry because I think this is the first time that she found out. Could be wrong. Anyways, so she's like yelling and she's very angry. And she basically tells the dad about what his wife did to Ohyok. 
She tells him that his wife had asked Oh Hyuk to do this like incredibly selfish thing. Basically, like she told him to say that that we like they cheated on the dad and that that she was leaving him because she fell out of love with him and that she was in love with Oh Hyuk. So she like basically asked Oh Hyuk to be the bad guy and um, the dad finds out the whole th- shebang and he's crying. He cries, um, he's outside of the house, and he's just, like, bawling. And Oihok comes home, and they talk. The dad basically just, like, apologizes to Oihok and says that, that he's actually the bad guy, like the dad. He's like, I'm the bad guy, and I'm not even qualified to be a dad or a husband. And he just, like, keeps apologizing that, like, he'll do his best to repay the debt. And, like, it was a sweet moment, but, you know, kind of late, you know, don't you think? Like... Okay, okay. I mean, better late than never, but like... mm. Anyways, moving on. So the flash mob, okay. This flash mob was very weird. Like, I forget like how it's supposed to go. It's been so long since this was a trend, you know? Um, But I think the people who are participating, they're supposed to act like they're just random people in the streets. So JYP is dressed as like a chef and he's holding the, 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 the metal box. So in Korea, if you go to like, if you order from a Chinese restaurant, it's not really Chinese food. Um, it's like jajangmyeon, which is basically like Korean version of Chinese food. So if you order from those kind of restaurants, they deliver in like this metal container. So JYP is holding that container and it actually says dream high on the the front and then he starts dancing and then Samdong and Jingu they're dressed as like businessmen who like reading the newspaper or something like that um, and then they join and then they dance and then the whole school joins and then more people join and a lot of people gather around to watch what they're doing and then um the dad and Oh Hyuk they're also watching from like uh from like a distance they're kind of up in a bridge somewhere and like they're kind of looking down so i think they're in the middle of some kind of like like a mall like an outlet mall plaza area so they're doing that flash mob there so ohyok is talking to the dad and he's like uh, you said hemi gave up her dream to protect you oh i guess that's what the dad said <laughs> um but then ohyok is like Look at her right now. She's like dancing all happy and just she's very very into just promoting and it looked like she's actually fulfilling her dream. And Oyok is saying that like she doesn't look like someone that like gave up her dream. Like she looks like someone who's actively pursuing it. And the dad kind of just he's on board with her being part of Dream High at this point. Like you can tell. And thanks to JYP's great idea of flash mob, uh, the group, they blow up on the internet and huge success, apparently. And Ohyok is like uploading the flash mob video everywhere. And um, oh, oh my gosh. The next thing I have is Scary Bob Hair Teacher and Ohyok Lip Press. <sighs> Just came back to me. Okay, so basically like he's like focused on the computer and like she like... You know, like when you're like leaning next to the person to like look at the look at whatever he's looking at, and then like Oyok turns around and they both turn around and they were so close to each other that their lips touch. Basically is what happened. And then like they pull back and they're all scared. Oh, oh, oh. And when like 
scary bob hair t-shirt when she like pulled back and she like kind of like turned to the other side and then when she turned back to see oh she had the hair clip which very creepy and very fast so fast so skilled like how like it was literally like a matter of seconds like just just turned around and she had a hair clip magic and then scary bob hair teacher asks Ohyok out but Ohyok doesn't get it so she asks him if he had dinner and if he wants to eat dinner with her basically asking him out on the date and he is clueless so he says that he already ate so he kind of like rejects her and she like walks away i guess and then the principal is actually like hearing this from behind a pillar of course because that's where he's always at and he sees this and he's like how dare he like how dare he reject my daughter you know so yeah and um the older sister comes sees the loan shark and they talk about the house and everything and then the loan shark's like don't worry oh, 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 oh i was like what's happening okay okay so so the loan shark is back at the broadcast station and he's like showing the clip of the flash mob to other like he's still trying to like promote the group and then like he's been holding um like he needed to use the restroom like real bad but he's been holding it the older sister is at the same station because she's a reporter she's a she's an entertainment reporter and so she goes to see him and they kind of have like this talk about like the house and like the sister is saying that like even though the name says Ohyok, it's actually like her house like that house is her blood sweat and tears like she was the one that actually like bought the house with her money and stuff like that so that house is actually hers so they're having this argument and then um the loan shark's like don't worry about it don't worry about it like he really needs to go to the bathroom he was like handing out cds and stuff so he asks like the older sister if one of the producers comes out like just give him the cd and stuff like that because he really needed to use the restroom so he's like going and then as he was about to go to the bathroom the producer guy i think he's the producer for a music show um he came out and he was like on the phone and he was very troubled because some group that was supposed to perform like couldn't make it like there were some issues so there was like a space open and they needed a group to perform right away so um on his way to the bathroom he hears this and then he's like my group dream high they can perform and he's like can they perform like real soon and he's like of course of course so yay dream high got a gig it's called super concert live very cool very cool very super they hear the news and Hemi's like dad i'm not going to america i did it well actually you didn't really do much you just did the flash mob but it was like mostly the lone shark guy but anyways yeah Dream High did it. Yay! And then the dad walks away. The day of the show. <laughs> oh my gosh. So on the day of the show, the Dream High gang, they're in like the dressing room, I guess. Like the, the waiting room. And Pecky tells Kemi that we have to say hello and greet the Sambes or like the other K-pop groups. Because that's how you're supposed to act in society in Korea. Especially in like the entertainment business. Like the seniority and... Uh, it's a real thing and you really have to take it seriously and so Peggy's like you have to do it even if like you don't know them like you have to greet and say introduce yourself and that's how you get your name known and then like Jason and Pilsuk they're having like this pep talk because Pilsuk's very nervous and then Samdong he can't hear <laughs> I remember I remember okay so I don't know why I'm laughing but okay I just remembered so Samdong can't hear and they're about to go on stage and um Jingu comes to talk to Samdong <laughs> Someone can't hear. 
they're about to perform on stage and this fool came here and Jinkook's like very worried and um and uh Samdong says like hey don't tell anyone just just don't freak anybody out like just signal me when like the song's about to start and then like you know like it'll it'll be okay and Jinkook's like okay <laughs> oh man so Hemi comes but Samdong walks away they were in like a hallway and they were having this discussion and then uh, Hemi joins them and um as Hemi joins, Samdong just walks away. And Hemi's like trying to talk to Samdong, but she notices that something was wrong, like the atmosphere. She's like, oh, something feels wrong. And she's like, he can't hear, right? <laughs> Jingu's like, nope. <laughs> so then, um, so then Hemi and Jingu, they talk about how like it's their first time performing together. Is it really? It is. Oh my gosh, because like yeah, Jingle had like betrayed them earlier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is their first time performing together on stage. Like I think they've practiced together, but this is their performance, like first performance on stage. And they're talking about like how oh it's been so long since we've like performed on stage, but you guys haven't performed on stage, so oh I think it's it, I think it was like it's been so long like since we said that we would perform together. So yeah. And then the performance starts. Jingu kind of signals Hamdong when his part was about to start and stuff, or when the song starts and stuff. And then, of course, IU dominates. I wrote IU Lego. <laughs> yeah, she dominates. And as they're doing this performance, Jingu is narrating something about happiness. I guess um, that's all I wrote. <laughs> I don't remember what it was about. And then the next thing I wrote is they're having fun on stage. Good for you, Dream High. Good for you. Back at home, Hemi is avoiding Samdong, and Samdong is like, "Why are you avoiding me?" Hemi's like, "I'm not avoiding you," and Jingu is like watching. <laughs> Jingu's watching. <laughs> Jingu's watching, and he's like, "Can you give me some time to Hemi?" I guess, and he's like, "Let's go celebrate your birthday alone." In front of Samdong, he said that. Wow, Samdong's like, "No, let's celebrate together," and Hemi's like. No. <laughs> oh, what is this? Oh man, so awkward. Poor, poor Samdong. Boy, just ditch her. Oh my gosh. And so, um, Kami and Jingguk, they're like going out, and they get on the motorcycle, and she's like, "Oh wait, I forgot my wallet." And um, Jingle's like, it's okay, fool, I got you. It's your birthday, I'll treat you. Um, she's like, no, I need my wallet. So she like runs back home. And Samdong actually found the wallet. Like it was like on the stairs. And like he opens it and he sees a picture of himself. So Hemi basically like kept a picture of him in her wallet, which is kind of like a thing that you do, like a thing that a couple do, you know, like you just like keep a picture of your bae in your wallet. That's like this thing. I don't know if normal people do that. I don't know. Is that a thing? Do you guys do it? Is that such a thing? Like, is it really or is it only in dramas? So let me know. Let me know. I'm curious. I'm curious. <laughs> so then um, Samdong sees the picture <laughs> and Hemi comes in and he's like, you didn't, you didn't see the picture, right? And Samdong's like, what picture? <laughs> he saw. He saw. Yeah, so Hemi takes the wallet and Jingguk is there too. He's like creepily watching. <laughs> I wrote Jingguk creepy watching every corner. 
So Chingguk and Hemi they go to that park place, um, like this overpass area, like under a bridge. I think like this Han River. It could be. I'm not sure. But they're in that place, and that was the place where Hemi was crying, and um, Chingguk placed like the helmet on her. <laughs> And I wrote, he tries to rekindle the old flame. <laughs> I guess like Chingguk was trying to like remind her that like, hey, remember what we used to do? Remember what we were like? Remember how you were like crazy about me? I guess is what I'm. I'm assuming that this happened. I'm not sure. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> and um, Hemi's like, hey, let's let's just go have some fun. And then Chingguk's like, stop acting. Like I know who you like, so you don't have to force yourself. Maybe he didn't say it in that tone, <laughs> but like, but he's like, I already knew, like you can't force feelings, and Hemi's like, I'm sorry, and she cries. Oh, so they were dating. That's what I have. So they were dating. That's why, like, that's why she was feeling like guilty, and then like she was feeling sorry, because why would she apologize if they weren't a thing? You know, like if she basically is like admitting that, yeah, I'm sorry. But I like somebody else, and I know that we're like dating. But I think like yeah, we should stop. And Jingguk's like yeah, I already knew. So they were dating. She was managing a fishery. <laughs> Anyways, okay. And then Jingguk's like, let's just go back to being friends and just be comfortable around each other. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Next, principal calls Ohyok. The EMG audition results are out. Oh right, the EMG, the music video audition where like Pirsuk and like what's his name Jason, they went to like Mexico and then like well they didn't go to Mexico but you know you, you know and then like um the 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 video of of them talking about like their failures and how they changed that that thing, the results are out. So the principal is angry at Ohyok and he just kind of like lashes out like how dare you reject my daughter and Ohyok's like what do you mean reject. He didn't even know that scary bob hair teacher liked him. The principal basically tells him that like you rejected my daughter when she asked you out on a date. Like she has a crush on you and you just like rejected her. Like who are you to do that? And Ohyok didn't know and he was like he just found out that scary bob hair teacher likes him. So he's very happy. He's like oh, she likes me? And the principal's like what? You didn't know? I take it back. I take it back. But you know, it's too late. So the EMG audition uh, results are out. Everyone's nervous, but Hemi doesn't look like she's nervous because that's like, you know, her face. Like she's like, oh, this is my nervous face. But everyone's like, you don't look nervous. Stuff like that. And then, um, and then Ohyok reads the results. So Hemi actually made it and she's very excited. She like jumps up and she's like screams. And then like suddenly she realizes that everyone's looking at her and she just like remains all calm. And she's like, she just like flips her hair and she's like, yeah. Of course I did. Something along that line, I remember. But it turns out every one of them made it. Yay. Yeah, so if you just send the tape, like if you even just dare to audition, then you got it, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So the white agency entertainment, um, or the loan shark, he hears the news, and um, apparently if they pass the final audition, so that was the first audition, and they passed, and then... Um, there was a second audition, and apparently they, pa they passed that too. And if they 
past the final audition, they can release an album with EMG, which I guess is kind of like um, a big, big station. I we were talking about this like like a big recording label. Yeah, is what we're we were assuming. So the gang, they do like rock, paper, scissors, and they're very excited. They do rock, paper, scissors to get to see who can use the practice room to practice for the audition. And Scary Bob Hair Teacher and Ohyok, they're like kind of watching them from afar. They kind of talk like old people, like, you know, oh, look at them, young ones, like they have a good, you know, like they're chasing after their dreams, like, oh, oh. And then Ohyok asks Scary Bob Hair Teacher out for dinner, and she's like, Oh yeah, he asks like if she had dinner and she's like, yeah, I already did. But then she like pauses and she's like, I did not. And then she like whips out her hair clip and she's like, let's go eat. So yeah, finally, Oihok asking out Scary Buff Your Teacher. Long time coming. Anyways, so how EMG audition worked was that the first audition was to test if they were bold enough, like if the people were bold enough and up to the challenge, even though like the qualification was like crazy impossible to meet. The second audition was the interview from the fish reporter. So that reporter that was like snooping around, he apparently was in charge of the EMC. I don't know if he's like the head, but he's like part of, he's like a rep for EMG. And he's been like just snooping around. I don't know why. Anyways, he's apparently like the person in charge and he, I guess the second audition was just to see how they would prep or like just to see the personality of the contestants, I guess, is what he was doing, snooping around, taking pictures. Apparently from what he saw, the Dream High gang passed to the second round. I kind of thought that the fish reporter was kind of fishy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I kind of knew that he <laughs> kind of knew that he had some, like, other important role, maybe, because it was just so random, you know? Like, they never put things that are, like, extremely random for no reason. So I was like, ah, uh, he seems kind of fishy. <laughs> oh, don't leave, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. So apparently they're only going to choose two people as the finalist, and the gang talk about what it would be like to be the winner. And to be the best. Oh, oh, oh. so Samdo asks the group, like, how do you think it feels to be the best? And then, I don't know who it was, but one of the one of the kids was like, you feel good, <laughs> I think. And then Samdo's like, no, I think it's going to be really lonely. I was like, so you don't want to be first? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so someone asks him, so you don't want to be first? And then he's like, no, I want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so... They're doing the audition and they perform, each of them perform on stage. And while they are performing, there is like this audio flashback. Like they're dancing and they show you clips of them performing, but in the background or like the BGM or like the, 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 the narration is actually like audio version of flashback. So it's like a flashback audio version. So they're basically like repeating the lines that they've said previously, including the famous, is it my turn already? I said, is it my turn already? And then like stuff like that, you know? The, the famous quotes that we've heard so far while they do the performance. And then it is the year 2018. So last year. <laughs> oh man, so weird. 
Um, yeah. The scene opens up at Ai Yuchiwon. Yuchiwon is Korean for preschool and IU is Korean for IU. <laughs> so IU basically, or Pilsuk, became a preschool teacher and she's singing for um, the children as they're napping and there are so many like awards in the classroom and it kind of seems like IU did a solo act and she was very popular and she became a good singer but then she kind of retired um, and now she's a teacher, a preschool teacher and she gained weight again so she's kind of in the fat suit again and then Jason comes to see her and I think they're still dating they could be married, who knows, it's been like what, seven years? yeah, seven years that's a, that's a pretty short time to be a retired teacher or like a retired singer maybe something happened, who knows, anyways so um, they're talking about how that day is an important day and JYP says, not JYP, and Jason <laughs> and Jason says that he's a VIP guest to some kind of show or event, we don't know and Pierce was like, oh, I'm really happy, oh, okay, so Jason's like, hey, do you want to come on with me, like on stage with me and Peace was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm really happy as it is, like, as the things are right now. And then we see Pecky, and she became the new Scary Bob Hair teacher, and she's using the tack. When Scary Bob Hair teacher, like, she threw the tacks on the floor, and she's like, you need to count them with your, like, take your shoes off and, like, pick them all up in, like, five minutes, stuff like that. So yeah, she's a new Scary Bob Hair teacher and the OG Scary Bob Hair teacher, or actually she, we changed her name a long time ago, but we like forgot. So legit Bob Hair teacher is now the art director. And she comes to see Pecky as she's like teaching her class. And she tells Pecky that she can't go to the concert today. So kind of just tells her to um, give her her best. And so Ohyok and legit Bob Hair teacher, they're married and they have kids and they're talking about their kids and whatever. So cute. Aww. Next. Okay. Jinguk is at the airport and he is escorted by bodyguards and the loan shark gang. So the CEO of the white agency. I guess he's like very famous. Oh yeah. He's a famous celeb, but he is not K. K is the guy who we saw from like the first episode. He was like performing like some on stage. You know, you, you guys know. So there are reporters outside and apparently K had named Jinguk as his pacemaker. So the reporters are asking him all sorts of like follow-up questions. Like, what do you think of K naming you as his pacemaker? And Jinguk's like, eh, we'll see. Which, okay. Who's K? Who's K, you guys? Who's K? Um, the loan shark and the older sister, they're married and they have kids. That's cool. And the loan shark's like trying to convince Jinguk to do a uh, commercial shoot before he go he goes back to America or wherever he, wherever he was. And Jinguk's like, no, I can't do that today. Like today is someone's concert. Like he needs to go. So um, and on the news, there's like this whole shebang with K. And the news reporter is saying that K hopes to be the first Korean singer to win a Grammy. K apparently sold over 20 million copies and you know, yeah. Also on the news was that Jinguk's dad made it as a mayor and he's now the head of his party. So yay for the dad and K, I guess. <laughs> so um, a scene is back to K and he's in his own dressing room. I think he's performing at the Grammy Awards, maybe. Maybe that's what it was, I don't know. 
Um, but like, and he's in his dressing room getting ready, and they show him looking at a a picture uh, with his dream high friend gang, and then he has the pendant. But also next to the pendant, you see the tuning fork. Ooh, who is Kay? <sighs> so then there's a flashback, and Hemi is basically convincing Samdong to go to the U.S. Um, because he was obviously chosen to be Kay, and um, Samdong's like refusing, and he says like this line to me you are music and music is you i can't go to america without you there is no music oh Sando. get out anyway so Hemi's like you said you will be better and more handsome so that you don't have to worry about me what oh <laughs> Hemi's like, you said you'll be better and become more handsome and that I don't have to worry about you. She's like, I'm still worried about you. So you need to go and become better and greater so that I don't worry anymore. And I'll be like infatuated with you. Okay, she didn't say it in this tone, but you guys know. Um, and then they both cry. Samdong's like, no, don't lie. Don't tell me to go. And Hemi's like, I'm incredibly happy for you with all my heart. And they both cry. And he says, which is like, red lie? Like, stop lying. Whatever. Um, and then she's like, just go and show. Show me and show the world your talent. Flap your wings and fly. Dream high, boy. Dream high. So um, he gives her back the heart charm and he leaves. So it flashes back, or, or like it retur they return to the present, um, to their present, 2018, when he's about to perform on Grammy, whatever. So um, yeah, he's performing and his outfit is very weird and it kind of reminded me of like their bird outfit. Like, you know, when they did the bird uh, competition, whatever that they did. Oh, and then like he takes off his like earpiece and like the the thing that lets you hear your voice because like in concerts like it's hard to hear he takes it off and he gives it to the staff and the staff's like you sure and he says i always am okay <laughs> the next thing i have is weird music blurred out people dancing grabs pendant he jumps out onto the stage of grammy awards and of course we don't see the performance what else is new what else is new? So, back in Korea, it is the 100th concert for Hemi. That's a lot of concerts. Girl, she's been balling for seven years. Everyone was coming to Hemi's concert except for K, of course. Um, and so Jinguk's there, Pilsuk's there, Jason's there, Becky's there. I don't know if Ohyok was there, maybe. Anyways, um, so everyone's there and... Um, Kemi dedicates the first song to the friend that who couldn't make it, which is Hamdong um, or K, and she sings the poop song, the only hope song. She's a good. She became a famous Korean singer, and yep, Chingguk is lurking in the shadow, watching Hemi sing at her concert. Of course, what else is new? He loves those corners. And then there's this little girl. Or like this high school girl that comes up to him and then like literally just kisses Jinguk on the cheek. And it turns out that's the little sister. It's Hemi's little sister all grown up. And she goes to Kirin High. Get out, girl. Don't go to that school. Anyways, 
Oh, running after a bus flashback. Okay, okay. So they do another flashback as Hemi singing the poop song. And this one's where um, Hemi is running after the bus. Um, the bus that Samdong got on to go to the airport, I guess, because he's on his way to America. So she's like running, but of course she's too slow. But eventually the bus stops. And then like he opens the window and like he leans out and she like gives him the pendant. And then they lean and then they kiss and or they lip press and that's the end of dream high yay okay very good that is the end of this episode um and of this drama i was actually like pleasantly surprised at how they managed to sort of tie all the ends together but i know like not all ends were tied but I mean, I think like it was it was good closure. Like they gave us like the future moments as well, like how things worked out for all the members and stuff. In that sense, I think like the ending was okay. Was it satisfying? Not really. I kind of wish like. So what happened to Sandong? Like why can't we see his Grammy performance? Like, anyways. Um. Yeah. <sighs> I'm so glad that this drama is over so we actually did record uh reply to 1997 like the first two episodes but um schedule wise um mostly because i couldn't i didn't have much time Uh, so um it's been a while since we recorded those two episodes i can tell you with confidence that we had so much more fun recording those two episodes than we did the entire episodes that we did dream high so (laughs) So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us rant about Dream High. Um, I mean, it wasn't a terrible drama. We did like say a lot of negative things about it, but you know, it was all in good fun. And I hope that no one was offended. Um, If you are, if you were offended by anything that we said, I'm sorry. And we're very sorry to have offended you. We are just talking about our opinions. Everything is opinionated, um, our thoughts none of what we said are like facts it's mostly opinion so um i hope that you take it with a grain of salt and yeah anyways um so the next episode is actually going to be a special episode of it's like a compilation i don't i don't know what to name it but it's a compilation of our bloopers are like gag reels well not really gag reels but like digressions that have not made that were too long to be included into like the actual episodes itself so i've sort of like saved it and um compiled it into this one recording so that will be going up next week so you guys will hear that instead of reply 1997 um the first episode of that will be coming the week after yeah so we actually have a patreon website for you guys to become our patrons and um, i don't know how it works still so and i don't really know what you guys want to hear extra that you would or what you would be subscribed to like one of the tiers that are already set up on that website is roomie status so you guys can join and become our roomie and listen to all the bloopers and all the mistakes and all the the the, all the digressions that were left out of the actual episodes um so this 
Dream High one is just going to be released to everyone, but I am going to save the bloopers, the digression, whatever that, the extra, the extra um, episodes for Reply 1997, Hwarang, and Boys Over Flowers, that will be just for our roomies. So I think that's kind of what I want to do. I don't know. You guys let us know what you want. Um, if if that's something that you're interested in subscribing to um, or what else you want us to do, whatever. Just give us ideas. Tweet us at kdrama in room 343. So thank you guys so much for joining us on this lo- long journey. <laughs> long journey of uh, Dream High. Um, I hope you guys liked listening to our ramblings. And again, I apologize if you, if anyone was offended by anything that we said. So I hope you guys are well, and I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Um, I, whatever you guys are doing, whether it's like studying or like working, I hope that you dream high and just be willing to flap your wings and fly like Samdong. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye!